We here at Sports Best Friends acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the land, water and sky throughout Australia on which we record. We recognise their strength, diversity, resilience and deep connection to country. We pay our respects to Elders of the past, present and future as they hold the memories, knowledge and spirit of Australia. Welcome to Bad Life Titans. I'm Matt. With me is Anthony and Tommy is performing miracles on some baby cows. Um, episode 12. How you going, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Um, yeah, it's bloody going to be a wet week and weekend, I think. Um, so not sure what Unless that means. From our tears. Oh, exactly. Yeah, so not sure what that means for Titans footy. We're bad enough in the dry, so I don't know. We'll see what the wet brings. But, um, yeah, otherwise, not a bad week personally. So what about yourself? Yeah, mate, pretty good weekend. And yeah, going back to, back to work today. And, yeah, just out in the lake, just pissing down rain. And miserable and wet and cold. But, anyway, it is what it is. Yeah, that's it. Yep. But uh, life is imitating my football football life. Yeah, that's right. Miserable, cold, and sad. Miserable uh, and unpleasant. Yeah, that's right. That, that about sums it up at the moment. Uh, it's, uh, and there's no sunshine on the horizon. No, no. <laughs> uh, it's meant to literally keep going for like two weeks. So, oh, you just hope no more flooding again. I don't know if it's meant to get that crazy. Hopefully not, but don't want to. Don't want to gym. Yeah, well, it's flash flooding up north, I think. So, we'll yeah, see. fingers crossed. Yeah, no, I'm pretty lucky actually. The um, parentals went up up north literally last week, so um, it was sort of raining on and off. But thankfully, they're not up there this week. Here you go, David. Go and get another try. Your third. Moving on to news is not a great deal. I don't want to spend too much time on it, but Bedell was. At his at his at his, uh, at his peak again with his hit pieces on the Titans, he's moved on. But we're back, baby. You know we're struggling when Bedell's <laughs> writing writing hit pieces in the in the Courier Mail about us. Just um, I'm sure we'll touch on it a little bit later. But it's you know the foggy, you know, bullshit. Oh. Look, I got when. Fogarty's not the be all and end all. He's not Cooper Cronk. We didn't let Cooper Cronk go. Is it a twenty twenty vision? Yeah, sure. Is he ever gonna come back? No, he's not. Let's just fucking move on with it. Okay. Is it a mistake? Probably. But this is what they've done. Now they have to deal with it. Yeah. Fuck I'm just sick of seeing it. Oh, sick of hearing about it and yeah, all the, you know, big names, big uh, ex players coming out and and saying it and you're just like I think a lot of people think um, Fogarty was better than he actually was. Like, I've seen some yeah. that he was, oh, he was the reason you guys made finals last year. Like, what the fuck? Was I watching a different game last year? Or um, I feel like, especially after about round sort of 13, 14, I feel like, like we talked about um, a couple of weeks ago, like the ball would actually go past him, the, the dummy half of. <laughs> the fullback of the halves, they would actually pass it the other way or pass it past him. So I think... I mean, everyone's calling for the guy that lost to the Roosters twice by a point where it was halfback against the Brisbane loss where they were down, they were up 24-0. The Manly Manly loss where they let him 50-something points in the second half. The Rabbitohs loss, like short-term memory loss. Yeah. Exactly. It wasn't like it was all roses and and sunshine um, when he was here and, you know, now it's gone to shit. Like, we, in reality, last year, as you said, a lot of, a lot of this stuff still happened. And um, another thing which makes me laugh, like, you can say he's an experienced half, but he's, he's actually played he's 41 games of NRL. 41. Yeah. 
I'm pretty sure AJ has actually played more than him. I would say yeah, AJ's been playing for years. So 41 games, just because you're an older player does not necessarily mean you're experienced. Like yeah. it's madness to think, you know, that, yeah, he's just suddenly going to fix all of our problems. Why did we let him go? Like, in reality, we then, did the right thing by him and let him go to get a longer deal yeah, with exactly. traders. More money and longer deal. And like, all these idiots that are saying, bring him back, bring him back. Motherfucker, do you not know how contracts work? Yeah, can't do that. He's signed a contract in Canberra. He's yeah. playing for three years in Canberra. Yeah. Like, Exactly. And his knee's gone anyway this year. <laughs> so I, I, I just don't understand. Like Yeah. Uh, anyway. I think, Madness. Yeah. I think like we said we I think we all sort of agree, Titans fans, like I wish we would have, you know, played hardball a little bit and maybe got a player swap um yeah. for for Fogs, but I mean, yeah, I I don't think there's any reason that hanging on to him was going to change all of our fortunes overnight. But, um, yeah, it won't stop the narrative, I guess. I'm expecting it to go on all year, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Um, I suppose we probably should touch on the, the other really big news, I guess, is the Cold Coast Titans have signed uh, Kieran Foran from 2023 onwards for two years, um, which is a shock. Yeah, left field, that's for sure. I kind of, it's just like, what are they doing? Like, if they're going to get an experienced half, they need to get one this year and, and bleed them through. Now, like, so they're going to play a year with AJ and uh, six and JC at the back, and then they're going to bring Kieran Foran in for two years. So then what happens then? Does AJ move to the centers or? Is he what? Like, uh, doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, that's a. It's, it's going to be interesting to see because, obviously, I'm pretty pretty happy with the signing. Like, he, as long as we get you know Manly, Kieran Foran, and not Parramatta Bulldogs or you know Warriors. Warriors, I think the other team he played for. Like, as long as we don't get yeah. that Foran, um, where he only plays you know a handful of games. Um, but yeah, happy, happy to have him. Happy to sign him, but. I agree. It's just going to be interesting. Like in reality, he's the type of player we need this year. Um, yeah. Because, like you said, we'll probably play out the rest of the year. I'd say with JC, AJ, and Toby. Um, and then what happens next year? Do you just maybe Toby get dropped and he just sort of comes off the bench or plays second fiddle to foreign while he's learning? But by then, he would have already played nearly. 30 NRL games himself. So, yeah, I don't think, I don't think not dropping, but it's, it's, it's definitely, they've brought him in to mentor him. So he's going to be helping him steer around the park from next year. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Well, that's it. I'm very interested because I've, I've heard some rumors that, where, you know, whether, whether the source is on the money that it is going to, most likely be the first choice will be four and seven, AJ six. So that might be wrong. I might, yeah, might not be on the money. Um, but if it is, yeah, very weird to just drop Toby back. But um, I think either way, I guess looking at the positives, it's going to be good no matter what to just have him around. And and he's, yeah. he's a tough ass half and He's been in the game, obviously, a long time, representative and this and that. So as long as he can stay healthy, 350 to 400,000 a year, it's not too bad. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, good timing, just weird timing. Yeah. Definitely didn't expect it if you would have asked asked me, um, you know, two weeks ago. I, you, it wouldn't have even come up. You wouldn't have even thought so. So bit of a yeah. weird one, but... um. Yeah, I guess, yeah, welcome to the Titans. I'm no expert. I just love the game. But more than that, I love the community. If you're a fan of Rugby League or the NRL, you'll love Big T's Tees. Unique, affordable and made for fans. Find a link to the online store in the show notes below. You'd look good in one of Big T's Tees.
Okay. The Gold Coast Titans defeated the Roosters 16 points to 44 on Saturday uh, up there at Mackay, BT Print Stadium. And the 44 points to the Roosters, Tedesco with a with a hat trick, as all good fullbacks do. Uh, Suwali with a double, Takiaho and Tupo with a double. Double, Sam Walker six from eight. Uh, sorry, Sam Walker with five from eight, uh, five from seven, and Paul Momorowski with a conversion. Sixteen points for the Titans with Fermor, Lusoni, Herman, and Toby Sexton two from three. Um, just same old story, rinse and repeat. Competitive in patches, shit ass defence, no. Direction, just terrible, really. Yeah, you almost don't even want to review this. It seems to get harder and harder every week. But um, you know, I thought this is probably our worst loss of the season. Like, obviously, the Raiders ones up there, but this one was like, this is the first game I've probably walked out and turned off in probably two years. Like. We just, we looked like we didn't give a shit in that second half. Like, even the back end of the first half, like, it just looked like we wanted to be anywhere else and, you know, missing tackles and dropping the footy as we're coming out of trouble. Like, it was just, it was just an absolute mess of a game. Um, And I think, you know, we scored that first try. I thought, oh, geez, we might, might be all right. Might get a bit of confidence out of that and, we had a had a bit of an upper hand for a bit there, but Chooks quickly struck back, and you know we we couldn't even bloody score with when they had twelve men on the field. Oh. Um, that's a ridiculous thing. Like I know the Roosters are uh, known to be a good defensive side, but they've, they've been a bit hot and cold this year in sort of all areas of their game, and um, you should at least put the pressure on and get a trial or two while you while they're down a man, but. We just kept dropping it, the ball and just gave it back to them. It's it's just soon as soon as they went to a man down, I was like, ah, oh, we're fucked. Like, yeah. We are the worst team in the NRL to play a man up. I don't know what it is. Yep. I don't know what happens to them. They just turn to shit. Yep. It's like surely we're not. Well, you know, surely we're professional enough. Like. Are they thinking because they're training against 13 all week at training that it just throws them out at playing against 12? I don't know what it is. But <laughs> you'd have to think, give them credit, they're smarter than that. But, geez, I tell you, it just doesn't make sense. Like, where, as you said, every time we get a player seen being on the other side, we just we t- tend to be the ones that concede and just turn to mud. So, I... Absolutely terrible. Um, I think the one that sort of oh just gave me the shits was that Torquiaho try, where he just basically just waltzed straight through the middle of middle middle pack and just basically nearly yeah. untouched. You may as well say. Yeah. So that one was the one that really annoyed me. But yeah, even even Tedesco, he's been quiet this year, and sure enough, the uh, mighty Titans play him back into form. Mate, and he was just scoring a wheel. Like, like, I was listening to it on the radio, and it was just Bruce's double ball. Oh, Bruce's score. Mind you, it was the worst call. I can't remember who was on the call team on, on ABC. It was the worst, the worst call team ever. I know Alan Tung was the color commentator, but it was just like, and the Roosters are coming forward, and here comes James Tedesco, and he scored. Not even excitement because he's already scored. Yeah, no. <laughs> Oh. It's just, uh, here we go. But it just sounded like as soon as they get the ball, they score. Get the ball, yeah. score. Get the ball, score. Yep. Yeah, it was they they were doing a Titans and just scoring in patches like they'd score a couple in a row and oh it was just it's annoying, you know. We got we got back to twenty four sixteen, I think it was early in the second half. Um yeah. Bassano sort of got that gifted try right on half time. Um, just sat up in the bread basket for him. But, yeah, we got within eight and, you know, it looked like maybe we're going to make a game of this. 
typical Titans fashion. We we might nearly run it down and just fall short, but nah, this time it was absolute opposite. It just we just fell to bits and um yeah, I think they scored what twenty points in the final 15, 20 minutes were just not acceptable. They clearly we put the cue in the rack and we're done for the day. And I, I gotta yeah. say, like I'm a big Brian Kelly fan usually, but bloody hell, he was terrible. Like I, I don't know the exactly, but I'd say at least three tries he was responsible for. I think he slipped off Tedesco once and um he just he had an absolute shocking night, Brian Kelly. And to be fair, he hasn't been at his best this year, but a lot of uh a lot of players are in that boat, I think. But um Yeah. Yeah, it was disappointing by his standards. Yeah, look, it was just disappointing all around, man. Like just looking through the, the stats and just even the meters and the forwards, mate. Our meter our forwards got absolutely smashed. You know, Isaac Liu was was our best best forward runner in the in the forwards, and he got ninety nine meters. You know, like Bowie was next with ninety three, and even Toby had ninety three meters. Like, Jeez. what's going on? Yeah, it's that it's that thing we were talking about like a couple of weeks ago. I think the last time it was just us two. Like, they just don't seem to have any balls to put it bluntly. This forward yeah. pack, like. It's just crazy. Like, as I said, on paper, you think, wow, Tino, origin guy, Mo, origin, both for more. He's been in the origin talks, um, for feeder, origin. And you think, well, bloody hell, this is going to be one of the best packs in the game. But I don't know what it is. They just, they don't have any they just can't. Nah, mate. There's just got a very soft underbelly. Yeah. They just, there's no fight. Like, they just, Oh, mate, like you just gotta leave up and and get in and do the hard shit. Like it's just oh, it's frustrating. You're like, you know, you should be going out of your way and taking them head on, especially like guys like Waria Hargreaves and Tokiaho. Like mm. you should be, you know, locking horns and just getting stuck in, but no, show, them the, show them the whole dog who's who's the new dog in town, you know. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, you think you'd be going out of your way to say, you know what, you you know what, old man, you're you're finished. Like it's it's yeah, exactly. now. But um yeah, no forward over a hundred meters, as you said, that just proves it right then and there. When when you've got your your wingers and your centers making more meters than your forwards, there's a there's a big problem. When the halfbacks making more meters than most of the forwards, like yeah. that's Yep. That's worrying. Yep, exactly right. And who would have thought uh, David Fafita wasn't the problem after all? He wasn't, you know. Who would oh, have... you mean he's 130 metres a game and five tackle breaks and two offloads and, and a try break assist is, 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 was actually missed? Oh, my God. I can't believe he's not the problem. I thought if we would have dropped him, it would have all been fixed. But uh, um, I don't know, but. No, we definitely missed him though, that's for sure. And hopefully I think I was listening to the Bloke in the Bar podcast and that that's what Denon said, you know, hopefully that's been all put to bed that, you know, it's all for Feeder's fault and he's not doing enough. Like I think it just showed how much the forwards miss him and maybe at times they're a bit guilty of, oh, Dave can do it, Dave can do this and, you know, hopefully they bloody step it up. But... Um. Yeah, obviously Dragons this week. They don't have a bad pack. We'll get into that later. But um, got to show improvement in that first because Toby, AJ, and even Jaden coming back this week. They can't do anything if the forwards aren't yeah. getting downfield and and uh, showing a bit of ticker in defence as well. Especially like it's you know it looks like it's going to be very wet. So they need to knuckle down. They need to be. They need to do the hard work, so. Yeah, definitely. But, um, yeah, I mean, it looks like it's finally taken its toll on Justin. His press conference was pretty grim. It was... Yeah. No, she'll be coming up. No, so. finally. Finally, because, yeah, I, I kind of get it, like, every week. But 
he's he's real you know usually oh well you know we just got to keep working hard and the results will come and you know oh, i thought we were pretty good tonight we just lost out on a few key moments but yeah and i get that you don't want to you know go rubbishing your players in the media but um finally it was good to see him you know say nah this is shit like we need yeah. no changes there's obviously guys not getting the job done and uh, I think what did he, he said something like, you know, we just had no effort, enthusiasm, hunger. We just got beaten everywhere. So yeah. it's a pretty, pretty fair, accurate statement. And at least he's backed up the talk somewhat with some changes we'll get into later. But, God, you'd have to think he's been giving them some sprays this year. Oh, you, mate, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, that was one thing that... Um stuck with me about Neil Henry there was um I was playing golf down at Burley and um the the 10th hole the the green was back onto the the training paddocks for the Titans and there was one okay midweek day I was playing golf and the boys were getting absolutely abused by by Henry like he had him up against the fence and he was screaming you fucking dumb cunts you fucking and he was just how many fucking times do I have to tell you where your fucking job is this your fucking job is that and he was fucking going off good on him yeah. and that and that week they absolutely fucking killed him yep yeah well it's sometimes what you need like as a footy player you, you sometimes get a bit comfortable or laxed and it's amazing what a spray can do so uh, it's, a, it's a bloody good story and um, I'd love to know. I, I I haven't been to any trainings actually, but um, you might have to go do some more golf or something. It's not the weather for it at the moment, but um, you might have to go see what Holbrook's like because honestly, that's the exact reaction uh, they should be getting after the month or two we've had. Um, they should. So what is? How many is that now? Is that five losses in a row? Six. I think, yeah, I think it's five. I think. Yeah, what we last win around about round four? Was it Tigers? Yeah, so that's five and a five losses in a row. But so, yeah, it's pretty grim at the moment. And yeah, I've seen too. If they lose this weekend, they're they're worse than the two thousand and nineteen record. Wow! Really? Yeah. And we all know how that season ended, so uh, bloody hell. And as as me and you were just chatting about before the pod, like, it doesn't get any <laughs> easier. Like, we've got the Sharks twice and the Broncos. Who yeah, are so beats. Hmm. We've got, we got Dragons, Sharks, Broncos, Cows, Bunnies, Sharks, and then Newcastle, and then the Bye, and we're a chance of losing to the Bye. <laughs> the way it's um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. And then, uh, then we've got Broncos, and then we don't get – we get the Doggies in round 19. Jesus. And, and then it doesn't get any better after that. Then it's Raiders, Storm, Manly, Dragons, Knights, Warriors. And it's amazing. it's amazing how it can change, like, the start of the year doing the ladder predictor, like, I looked at like the Broncos, Cowboys. I was like, "Well, fucking, you can chalk up wins there. Like that's there yeah, is dragons, win. dragons, yeah, doggies. Like you were like, even I was like, we'll beat the Sharks probably once. Like they're gonna have growing pains, but fast forward ten rounds and bloody hell, I can't. I literally could not tell you when we're next gonna win a game. Like maybe we might steal an upset, but." If you're a betting man, you're I mean, betting that at the moment. It's this week or never. Like, it's if they don't win this week, anyway, we'll get into that. Yeah, no, it's exactly right. It's equal last at the moment. We're sitting 14th, and you know, you look at like our beloved brothers down the road, the Broncos, like they're, I think, three wins ahead of us now. Like, it's, oh, that's mm. what makes it hurt even more, you know, if we were sort of. If they were sitting fifteenth or sixteenth, you'd you'd uh, wouldn't be happy, but you'd you know it it just hurts even more knowing how good they're going at the moment. And 
Um, we spoke about it last week. The, the more losses you have, we're just creeping further and further down and away from any chance of being near the top eight. So, uh, yeah. And yeah. now, like, it's getting to the point now where you're just, like, you're giving up on, on top eight and you're, and you're like, all right, well, if you can get to somewhere, like, if you can finish the year around 10th, that's a win. Yep, 100%. I think I think anything, yeah, 12, like, above 12th, you'd consider it where a success after how we... Yeah, started. from where we are now. Yeah, yeah. I think, like you said, that's all we can hope for. To be honest, I think finals is gone. Um, but all you can hope for is, you know, finish just outside of the eight and, um, you know, some of the younger boys get a bit more experience and we start to look like a, a pretty good footy side towards the end of the year, so, sort of similar to 2020, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully it can be similar to that. And by the end of the year, we think, well, shit, we are actually improved and, Toby and AJ and JC by the end of the year were linking well, but at the moment you, you, you couldn't say that confidently unless things turn around pretty quick. Okay, and on that note, we will go to the preview. The Gold Coast Titans are taking on the St. George Illawarra Dragons there at Suncorp Stadium for Magic Weekend on Saturday at 5.30pm. A few bulk changes to the Titans. Um, I'll just go through the, the lineup. Campbell returns at fullback. Sami back on the wing. Kelly uh, retains his spot. Masters debuts for the club. Asako on the wing. Uh, Brimson and Toby in the halves. And the forward pack is Mo Fodawaka. Uh, Aaron Clark, Jared Wallace returns to the starting bench. Isaac Liu in the second row with Bo Firma and Tino Fasumalaoi in the lock. Um, the bench is Boyd Lasoni, Herman ASC, Sam McIntyre. Um, and Proctor has been dropped, but I think he has an injury. Is that right? And also, he's no Smith. Smith is completely off the off the 24, so... Yeah, didn't expect that. That's, uh, yeah, considering what we've seen from Will and Justin sort of favoured him a little bit, but, yeah, he's not even in the in the 24, as you said. That's a that's a weird one, but um, hmm. right call, I think. Yeah, I think uh, they had to do something. I, a bit, I'm a little bit um, perplexed with the... With Isaac Liu in, in the second row, I would have thought you'd be better off putting him into 13 and let Tino on, on, on the edge. But um, yeah. he just, um, yeah, it's just it's just a strange, strange, but we'll see. Hopefully the, um, we'll see, see how he goes with his rotations. And uh, yeah, I yeah. don't know. I just don't know what to say, mate. No, no, that's it. It's hard to hard to tell whether the changes will work or show any improvement. So I guess we'll uh yeah, see you on the next podcast. But I think I I think a lot of them are positives. Um obviously I I said weeks ago, I think Jaden definitely being back um was a must. I think, you know, people will call yeah. that Jada played a one, but in my eyes, you've trained all preseason, and J- JC's got too much talent to just sit in Q Cup. So I'm I'm glad they've gone back to the original spine that's only played a, a, what I think it was one one and a half games together all year. So it's good to go back to that, and hopefully that'll make the attack look a yeah. little crisper again, maybe. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think the other changes. I agree with you. I think Liu probably should have gone to the middle and Tino would be better suited on that edge. But, um, yeah, I don't think Isaac Liu's played back row for years and years. So we'll see how that ends. But, um, yeah, I think good to have Sammy back. And, you know, I think it was a bit of a weird one dropping Marju, but I can sort of understand he did get was it two or three tries? I think Suali 
scored yeah. on edge. So and Tedesco as well on that edge. So uh, yeah, but then they've just gone completely like a completely new right edge. You know, you've got Masters, Asako, and and Isaac Liu. <laughs> so, yep. it's, uh, yeah, that's up. Yeah, that's the issue. Yeah, as you said, completely new to each other. Whether they've trained together before this week, but it's uh, you know it used to be probably not as intense. But I think um, these days, you know, there's those four man edges where they train literally all preseason: the halfback, second rower, center, and winger. So to just completely, you know, blow that up and throw a whole new combination out there it's 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 a dangerous game to play and hopefully it works for us but um yeah it's 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 not going to be easy you know you can't take dragons easy this week they they've uh, been on the up and benny hunt's playing bloody brilliant footy so um yeah can't take them lightly and it's just going to be the same thing wet, wet weather footy we're just going to have to really muscle up through the middle and, you know, good kicking games and hopefully force a bit of errors through our defence. But that's uh, – we, we just need to find a bloody win somehow. Yeah. Hopefully, um, Sarko takes over the cold kicking duties. I don't know what's going on with Toby. He's just – last year, he, he couldn't miss it. Now he couldn't be, couldn't kick the side of a barn. No. no. No, exactly. Like, yeah, that uh, that Dragons game last year, he he kicked like three, four from the sideline, and I don't think he missed that whole game. So, I think it just show. I, it must just be a confidence thing. Like when you're down, you're down on everything. It, <laughs> he, he missed one for right. He missed a penalty goal from right in front, didn't he? Yeah, bloody post. Yep, yep, exactly right. It was yeah. I think we were down six four. We were down and. Yeah, it was, it was literally right in front, maybe a couple of metres to the right hand, maybe 20 metres out. And, yeah, it just completely missed. Thankfully, it hit the post and we got it back, but we didn't end up doing anything with it anyway. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I think he's just he's just totally shot at the moment, which, as we spoke about with the foreign thing, it's unfortunately we're just going to have to ride it out this year and, Hopefully his confidence doesn't get killed too much where it can't be reversed. Like, uh, yeah. you know, because I think he, he just hasn't looked like himself since probably that Raiders game or, you know, the Tigers game. So, oh, hopefully, yeah, hopefully the boys are getting around him and he can show a bit soon. But I'd definitely be given, you know, a bit less responsibility, give the kick and tee to Azarko, who's, proven he can he can kick really well so yeah um, just yeah. get him back to basics and and um take that responsibility off him and um really want a big game from aj as well i think you know he's done nothing nothing wrong he hasn't been terrible or anything like that but um i think what we saw early in the year like he, he can be a fantastic player and he's an origin player and this and that. So I think he really needs to, you know, stand up and hopefully come up with some big plays um, because I think with, with Toby's confidence knocked, he might have to be the one to take the reins a little bit. And um, obviously he can't do that without the forwards actually getting us downfield. So, um, yeah. but no, hopefully he can, hopefully he can uh, produce some magic in uh, magic round and, come up with some flashy plays in the wet. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know, man. I've lost all confidence. I don't just. Nah. Yeah. You know, just all... oh, come on. <laughs> Bring on 2023. Oh, exactly. It's like, like I said, I just wonder why do I honestly couldn't tell you when our next win's going to come. And, you know, um, our good mate, Trent, he's uh Trent war. He's uh always pumping us up and he's always getting behind the boys positively but i uh i don't think many of us can join him at the moment he just it's just a hard slog once again being a titans fan and 
somehow we've gone from uh, a lot of promise and a lot of sunlight to just same old bullshit. Just yeah, just uh, exactly as you said, the weather outside, like just gloomy and and miserable at the moment. So, uh, it's, as I said, just need to find a win. But whether we do is another story. It's yeah, as I said, the dragons. They're uh, not bad by any stretch of the imagination. So, uh, mm. but uh, yeah, interesting. Interesting thing is, uh, yeah, it's going to be either team's first win at Magic Round ever. So, oh, true. Yeah, Dragons haven't won one um, at all, and we haven't. I know there's only been what two years now, two or three years. But, yeah. But yeah, no, we've yeah. neither of us have won, and uh, this is. We've- Obviously, we won on that double head, the old double headed game yeah. that used to be played on. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we won. Um, yeah, beat the storm. Who bloody who would have thought? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and I think it, you know, I, I think there was another stat Channel Nine had today. Um, I can't remember where Dragons sat, but it was the percentage, uh, win percentage at Suncorp Stadium, and we were 28%. So <laughs> second last. Uh, winning percentage awesome. of so doesn't fill you with a lot of hope with all of those stats in mind. But um, That's what you want. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You, you set your you set your hopes low, and maybe uh, maybe we might get a surprise. But uh, never disappointed. Yeah, never never gonna hold me breath though. That's for sure. Yep. Okay, enough about that shit. Have we got any Twitter questions? Yeah, yep, we got a got a few questions this week. So, um, yeah, we um, love, obviously loved love the questions, um, even the ones that, that stir us and uh, try to get a reaction out of us. So we love them more. So, um, but yeah, we got got a few questions. We'll start with um, Com Milaz. It's at SJC, he says, boys, I think with the current squad and how they're performing, I think we should take a trip down memory lane. Who is your most random, obscure Titans player ever? Um, Great question. <laughs> yeah, I do like it. Um, most random, obscure. I'm just my most loathed Titans player, random Titans player ever is Steve Michaels. Oh, Steve Michaels. <laughs> That's a good shout. That is a great Mate, How that guy managed to tell that he get like 100 NRL games? Like, how? Over Holy a few clubs, too. <laughs> yeah. Bro, that guy, yeah. Fuck that guy. He always had a good brain snap in him, old Stevie Michaels. Bloody hell. Oh, but he was terrible. It, it probably fit really well in this team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I think yeah, a couple for me. I think uh, Joe Tamane. Yeah. He's just obviously not a big name in rugby league circles, but always loved him for some reason. I think probably because he was playing in that 2010 side. So, you know, he just obviously good memories for most of those players. But, um, oh, another one probably, um, oh, was it Shannon Walker? Is he the fullback and he had the rat's tail? And he yeah, had, I think he only played a handful of games. Um, but I remember he was he was meant to be the next big thing, you know, sort of playing second. That was after, didn't, he, didn't he used to play for the he played for the Roosters for a bit and then yeah and then come up and then uh, yeah and then he uh, yeah then then he sort of come in played a couple of games and then I think he literally disappeared off the face of the earth and played for Q Cup and I think he was going to make a second comeback with us but. Just, uh, just disappeared. So, um, there's been a few though. There's been, um, there's that one guy who's sort of, um, I think he he's a forward for us, and he ended up 
going to the army and uh, jumping out of his contract. So uh, <laughs> can't, can't blame him getting it's out like, of it's, 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 it's like uh, when you break up with a girl and you find out the next thing she's done is going lesbian because your chicken you were just so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's friggin' true. So, yeah. Fuck this, I'd rather, I'd rather be standing in front of bullets and fucking deal with you pricks. <laughs> yeah, it shows a lot, doesn't it? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess going, going back, just reminisce a little bit more, probably maybe, I know he's not really a random guy, but he's a bit of an unsung sort of hero, is Brad Myers. Um, didn't really get enough love. Uh, Big Red. Um, maybe even, yeah, even John Oliver. I don't know if you remember that, that name, John Olive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. That's, yeah. that's a blast from the past. Because he, he was like, he had that one stretch where he was just unbeatable for like, for like, it was like six rounds. He was out, he, he just, he was killing it and then just disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember, yeah, because I remember like so excited he signed. I was like 16, 17 at the time. So excited he'd signed. There was always whispers and thought he was going to save the club and this and that. And you're right. I think he debuted for us, I think, against the Knights in round one and scored literally off his first touch. Um, and then, yeah, he scored that match winner, I remember, against the Raiders where I honestly, I don't know how they told he got it down, but. I wasn't complaining about it. Um, but, yeah, just just random players like that, you just think they're going to save the club. Like, they, they're going to be the biggest <laughs> superstar champions that are going to be franchise you know, players. What about uh, you got Zeb Taya? Yeah, Zeb. Yeah. He, he was David actually – he was great. You remember David Shillington playing for us? Yeah, Shiloh, yeah. That was, yeah, 2016, both of them blokes, wasn't it? Holy shit. Definitely not David Shillington. Just going through, uh, just going through a few. I know uh, our good mate Nortel, he's probably screaming at me, Dan Siderson, Dan Siderson. Oh, no, don't bring up that name on these (laughs) please platforms. Another one, wow, what a signing, like, Looked at his uh, highlights and I'm like, wow, he's going to be a talent. I uh, could not have been more wrong. So <laughs> disappointing. Yeah, uh, but, uh, Betty Bourne. Oh, the, uh, yeah. Oh, what did we used to call him? It was Eddie Pettibourne, Ignatius Parsi. And, oh, Big E, yeah. Yeah, Big right uh, Pulu. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Oh. I think I don't even know what we called them, the the Afro brothers or something. I don't I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, Afro bros. Oh, Ignatius Parsi though, like low key, he was he was dominating the game for a bit. Yeah, like, well, twenty. He, he scored tries in like three or four games in a row. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was it was a thing on on the this week in league. Like they, you know, there was that um. There's there a, a meme. I don't know if you, you've seen it. There's a, there's a guy in America that gets in front of live cast, and um, it's, it's like someone will be, you know, it might be a car accident or something, and they cross to a witness, and he'll be giving his his recount, and he'll be like, he'll be like, and then the car came across, and then this other person came out, and then bam, right in the pussy. Oh yeah, <laughs> he doesn't he wear the black hoodie or whatever? Right, yeah, it's always and he's always the right in the pussy guy. Yeah, so that was right in the. Think at that time, so they were always like, whenever Parsi scored, it was him. Yeah, damn, right in the Parsi. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's amazing that like he ended up getting on like four or five interviews. That that's it's wild. Oh, it is. He's a mad lad. Oh, he's champion bloke. But um, yeah. Oh, I still remember the try Parsi scored in the nines, and I think it was like a midfield bomb, and he just jumped through the heavens. It was the most glorious thing you'd seen. Just this big 120 kilo bloke just jumping into the heavens, outleaping all the wingers full back and just taking it and scoring right under the sticks. I was I was going wild and <laughs> like as you said, yeah, and then that year he sort of went on a run and 
just uh, kept scoring tries. But then, yeah, him and Pulu sort of just fell off the face of the earth. And um, well, that pass he went to um, to the Warriors. Yeah, for a bit. He went to the Warriors for a bit, and um, it wasn't didn't didn't exactly um, didn't exactly tear it up like he did here. But yeah. no, no, I think Pulu might have been the same. He might have ended up at the Warriors for a bit. Probably, um, similar. Yeah, I think they did. They went together at the same time. Yeah, sure. yeah. And then I think Pulu might have then went to the Super League, but um, yeah, just all these players. It's amazing, like how many players in the NRL they come in and sort of dominate, and you think they're going to go on for long careers, but they sort of yeah, something happens, and um, obviously they still play more more games than any of us. Uh, us dribblers on here, but um, yeah. yeah, but no, it's 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 amazing how they can just sort of disappear or, as you said, not reach the same heights. So, um, yeah, plenty of bloody players we could go on about that are just obscure and sort of never heard of again. So, uh, yeah, good good question that one. Um, now we've got a, a couple of questions from uh, good mate Lembretta. Lombretta GP 1971. Uh, his first one says, when your team is playing like pants, what gives you more rugby league joy? Seeing entertaining games or other teams you hate losing? <laughs> yeah, see, the thing is, the teams I hate losing, the teams I hate are winning. So it's just doubly worse. As... <laughs> it's, it's exactly it's just, right. It's just, it's just suicide material. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I, I do like to watch good games. Um, obviously, you know, as a fan of the sport, first and foremost, I guess. Well, you have to be when you when you support the Titans because you don't get to see much joy out of us. But um, yeah, no, definitely love to see exciting footy. But I, I like to see teams like the Storm and the Panthers um, when they're on and they just annihilating teams. I just something about watching them just dismantle the team systematically and just wear them down and then just pick them apart and just run right through them. I don't know. Yeah. I, can, I love that. I can definitely see that. Yeah, like the, the Storm Warriors game, like you you kind of feel bad for the Warriors, but you think, fuck, this is just like it's just beautiful footy. And can you imagine having a team supporting a team and watching that game like no wonder storm fans must never be devastated like they just yeah. have games like that and you think I, I can't remember that sort of we've had our we've had our big wins but i can't remember ever seeing us sort of dismantle as you said like piece by piece just picking apart a team and putting running a score on them just systematically like it's um I just it's crazy. I don't, I, I don't know what it would be like just to every weekend go into a game with full confidence that you're just going to absolutely destroy pretty much anyone that turns up. Must like, be nice. Must be <laughs> nice. That's, that's like, yeah, Storm fans, they must just like wake up and just, oh, well, we're going to win today anyway. So just another, just another win on the board, like, They've won something like sixty-three or sixty-four percent of their games a storm over their history. Like that's just wild. And like we're sitting at like thirty-eight percent. Like we've won literally less than half of what the storms yeah. won. So we've um, only just won as many as they've lost. Yeah, exactly. That's right. It's <laughs> it's wild to think of it that way. And um it just it's just funny to see like you, you even see after the storm have a have a rare loss you you sort of see the oh maybe we should drop this player drop that player you're like you got to be kidding me like we put up with that many losses in a row five losses in a row and we only just start making changes like storm yeah. fans they're just used to the success and as you said it must be nice to to wake up and go oh well today's our day um, we don't get that feeling often but um yeah i think oh it's a tough one like 
obviously seeing the team you hate lose, um, and I think there's a very specific team the last couple of years we've sort of every Thursday and Friday night we've seen get towed up the uh, the donkeys from down the M1, but uh, unfortunately, which makes it even harder at the moment, like the, the Broncos are just back in the winner's circle and back in the top eight for the moment, so... And boy, aren't there shit cunt fans fucking letting us know about it. Oh, too. yep, they're back. They're coming out of hiding after two years and retweeting things and uh, talking all high and mighty again. So, <laughs> oh, it's definitely good to see him get towed up for a couple of years there. So, hopefully, the wheels might fall off again this year. Who knows? But, um, oh, yeah, it's it's also great to see games like Penrith and Parramatta the other night. Thankfully, got to watch that start to finish and just a great game of footy. Like, two good teams going at it. Like, it's, uh, it's much better to watch than, you know, Thursday night rock around and you've got sort of the Warriors playing the Tigers. You know, you sort of no disrespect because we're probably worse than both of those teams at the moment, but you are, you're sort of not, not too keen, but. You see two teams like Melbourne or Penrith, I think this Saturday night, um, you just know it's going to be a mouth-watering game. So I think definitely, yeah, yeah, being a fan of the sport, I think you go the entertaining game every day of the week, especially if if you're lucky enough to go this weekend, um, even though it's going to be pissing down, it should be some good games of footy. For sure. uh, uh, another another question from Lambretta, um, and this one might go on the <laughs> Twitter questions Hall of Fame. Um, it's <laughs> it's Magic Weekend. You can't magic away Ben Hunt because he is a magical gnome. So, which other Dragons player do you magically make disappear to give the Titans the best chance of winning? And where do you magic them to? <laughs> <laughs> That's a doozy. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. Um, who's going to give us the biggest advantage of not being there, apart from Ben Hunt? Yes. I mean, does do it mean they get replaced? Or no, I think... they just play, is, is it a hole in, is it a hole in their in – their, so they're just playing with 12? Yeah, I think, I think I'm going to take it that, yeah, you just completely – Get rid of them and send them to Never Never Land, or or wherever you want to send them. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 I'm, I'm punting Embi. Yep, getting rid of the fullback. Yeah. But hang on, no, 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 no. That's like because then because then we suck against twelve players. So if we have twelve players for for eighty minutes, we're going to lose like ninety mil. <laughs> Actually, that's a good point. I didn't even think of that. Oh, maybe we should magic away one of our players. Is that? Yeah, I was just thinking, like, who are we going to punt? <laughs> You'd say Kevin, yeah. but he's already punted it. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to punt Sonny. <laughs> yeah, it's not I can take it. Where, where are you punting him to? I, I don't know. I don't um, know opportunities here, but. Uh, mate. Just, just so just to a happy place, you can go have some fun down here, Burley. <laughs> you can, uh, you can run around the grass fields yeah. or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I'll, uh, oh, magic away. Um, <laughs> oh, probably Zach Lomax. I think he's probably the other, <laughs> other one. Or Tyson Frizzell, one of them too. They're pretty both pretty dangerous, but Lomax is their kicker and. He's uh, he's uh, shown he's a bit of a lippy fellow, so um, I'll uh, I'll just magic him straight to the sea, um, get rid of him. So, <laughs> but yeah, I might, and then then I might magic one of ours as well, just to even things up. Just as, even it up. Yeah, yeah, twelve on twelve. That's a bit of open open field footy in the rain. So, a run, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hang on, I haven't started on the bunkie yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, or the send-offs, the uh, somehow I don't know how uh, how he's saying the Kennedy high tackle is an attack uh, send-off. I think that's been a send-off since uh, 
Mate, the last two send-offs were 100% send-offs. And oh, yeah. I just don't get it. Just the dinosaurs, mate. They're ruining the game. Well, no. The high tackle and the spear tackle are ruining the game. 100%. Don't want to get, don't want to get sent off? Don't do the fucking tackles. Easy as. Yep. Yep. It's a, yeah. And that's why I think most logical fans think the same. Like the, the high tackle, Will Kennedy. And that it's easy to say, oh, he bounced straight back up. Like that doesn't matter. He, he, he just yeah. he jumped, got wrong footed, jumped in the air and clotheslined the bloke. Like swinging arm, yeah. Everything. Like, it, and yeah, the, the Lawton spear tackle, like it could have gone horribly wrong, as we've seen before. Like there's been the Alex McKenna. Yeah, it was just pure. Wasn't as bad as that. Tough. It led to injury. So. It uh, you got to be careful, and you got to discourage players somehow. And obviously, a sin bit, a send off's the best way to do it if it's bad enough. And I think both of those two are definitely bad enough. Yeah, um, Jed, you yeah, as you said, dinosaurs saying ruining the game, and sort of oh, you don't want twelve versus thirteen for seventy odd minutes. Well, if you don't want that, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but um, but yeah, no, that's uh, that's all for the questions this week. Um, yeah, as always, keep sending them in every every Wednesday and give us something to talk about. Give us give us a laugh throughout all this uh, all <laughs> yeah. this depression lately. So, um, give it, give it, yeah, give, give, give us your best and favorite types of moments over the years. Any memories you've been out on the sea bus or. Any players, player encounters you've had out, out at, on the, out on the town or whatever, and you know, send us send us send us some of your memories, some fun times. That's it. Yeah. No. Exactly. Send us. Uh, yeah. Memories of uh, good times gone by. Um, don't think there'll be too many good memories. Twenty twenty two at the moment. So. Um, yeah. No. Definitely. The, the undefeated undefeated season. That's right. <laughs> yep, yep. We'll go. Uh, it'll be historic. We're going to go undefeated from here. So, um, yeah, Titans thirteen plus. I think I heard you say earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think you've been wrong yet. <laughs> no, no, no. Somewhere, some, some realm. Here you go, David. Go and get another try. Your third. All right, that'll do us for episode 12 of Bad Life Titans. Thank you very much for listening. And if you're still listening to us after all the shit that we've been putting up with uh, from the team, thank you very much and we appreciate it. Um, yeah, just love your work. Don't forget, you can interact with us at Bad Life Titans on Twitter. Um, myself at Hammers H4MMERZ. Anthony at GC underscore Anthony and Tommy, who is a key at Jet Zero Ten underscore Ten. Don't forget our good friend at Biggest Tiger and the Sports Best Friend Podcast Network. Thank you very much for listening, Anthony. Fingers crossed. Um, are you going to get down to Magic Round? Nah, sadly not. Nah, I'm um, stuck working the weekend, but um, yeah, it's it's uh, going to be interesting to see the weather. Hopefully it won't ruin anyone's plans. Who's going? Right, um, it's gonna be shit. Yeah, get the ponchos out, get the umbrellas out, or whatever, and um, might be like that sharks rabbitos game a few years ago. Get the get the snorkels out and the the uh, <laughs> <laughs> the diving outfit on. I don't know, but yeah, sadly won't make it. But planning to one year. I'm uh, planning an origin this year, so let's say magic round next year. Hopefully. Nice one. Nice one. Let's All right, well, if you're going, um, yeah, let's go, boys. Come on, please. Just give us something to talk about. Fuck. Give us a bit of joy, please. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, we're still right. entertaining everyone with all this, uh, all these losses. <laughs> That's right. All right, we'll see you next week. Cheers. Thanks, guys. See you. Sports Best Friends would like to thank you for listening right to the end. You are our kind of people. Find other great sports podcasts in our family by subscribing. 
And remember, social media isn't a bad place. You just need to follow the right people.